Shut up and sit down. Business Bros is your show, where small business professionals just like you come to tell their stories. This podcast is for those who understand the number one rule in business, which is to be of service to others. Learn how today's professionals generate leads, what's working on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of those who are out there doing the real work. And now let's welcome your hosts, Hernan C.S., the real estate bro with eXp Realty, the cloud-based brokerage where top producers reign, and James C.S., the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, making sure you are covered because there's a lot riding out there. And now here are the business bros. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Hernan C.S., host of the Business Bros podcast, along with my co-host, James C.S., the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance. And we got a good show scheduled for you today as always happy summer day it is finally summer arrived Finally, yeah i would say so it's uh finally nice and warm and sunny out and beautiful sunny san diego faux shizzle faux shizzle gotta who's love we, it who's in the studio with us we have an awesome guest an exciting guest the man the myth the legend mr victor mihangos thank you sir for joining us today thank you guys for having me on the show i'm really a great fan uh, I love this show. I've been listening to this show before I got here recently, and it's really wonderful content. I'm really excited to be here, as you guys can tell. Thank oh, you, thanks, brother. Man. Thanks, man. Really appreciate that. Thank you, guys. All right, ladies and gentlemen, before we get to uh, what Victor does, I wanted to make sure we remind you guys, 365 pairs of shoes by the end of the year. So if you have a brand new pair of shoes, used shoes, cash donations, hit up James, 619-884-0045, or James at csfirst.com. He'll hop on his Harley right over there and pick them up. Or you could be a guest on the show like Victor, and when you come over, bring some shoes. We appreciate those, too. Thanks a lot, Victor, for having those. Yeah, thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, for letting me know. I'm glad to be able to contribute to to, to this cause. Thanks, thank you, brother. Man. We yeah, really yeah. appreciate that. We, 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 we have been talking about going down and counting all the shoes that we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't done it because uh, <laughs> it's one of those things that's like, we're going to do it later? Yeah, we'll, we'll do it later. And we haven't we haven't got to it. But well, every single one's going to count, and we really, really appreciate it. Uh, hot summer days, so we're thinking of taking the first batch that we've collected already and uh, start giving them away yeah, uh, yeah. as the as the summer heats up, people to you know have something to walk on on those hot shoes, yeah. uh, on those hot uh, asphalt, and then the next batch will go out in the winter, and then we'll be good to go for the year. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah. All right. So, Victor, tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, tell me a little bit about your business. When did you start? You know, what were you doing beforehand? Sure. Um, I'll start off with saying the Mighty Mates. It's a uh, San Diego-based company. It's a house cleaning company. Um, they do. We do commercial. We do residential. Okay. Um, how it came about, just a little bit about myself, is the typical student who just graduated just graduated from college I went to uh, Long Beach State um, and I just I just had finished school and I was back into what felt like square one right it was uh, it's 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 what career am I going to follow what I studied uh, business administration with focus on HR and so at that moment I believe so strongly that that's what I was going to do started applying for some hr positions exactly so i found myself day after day hour long hours just applying but really trying to see a company who would who would make me feel like i was part of a team more importantly something that i would be proud to represent 
And um, after doing that for months in, and also working, I was doing uh, sales at a uh, car dealer, uh, car uh, rental dealership here uh, next to the airport. How many people do we talk to work in sales, car sales? <laughs> yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's a good thing. Uh, okay, so what, what company was it? Can you say it? Or? Yeah, of course. Yeah. It was Travcar. Okay, Travcar. Travcar. It was. Uh, it was interesting and nice experience because as if you go to the airport, you'll see like a bunch of uh, companies who you'll see in probably nationwide. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, Dollar Thrifty. Yeah, yeah. All the big, all ones. the Enterprise, big ones. All the, yeah, yeah, all of those guys. But the company that I was working for was just a few blocks, maybe like one or two blocks off the airport, off where the, the they were stationed, and it was more like a like a family mom and pops type of um, rental mm-hmm. car dealership, and their name was Trap Car. Nice. Yeah. What was that experience like? So tell me, what 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 are some key takeaways you got out of that job? I'll tell you briefly the the biggest the biggest one and and, and probably the the, the lowest worst. one that contributed to me starting the Mighty Mates. So positively, I take away the experience again for working for a small business mom and pops you see you see them you talk to them you see you kind of feel what what's what's going on in the business right it mm-hmm. makes you feel part of it um i got a chance to obviously meet a lot of interesting people who are just either arriving to san diego or who are just uh, passing by and leaving now right so in this conversation doing sales uh, maybe meeting them when they get there just the moments that we had um taught me a lot i think that that really helped me to expand my vision as to what i wanted to do um and that's probably one of the obviously as as working sales anybody who's worked sales you could tell that that also contributes a lot to your social skills to problem solving to getting to meet and kind of just kind of sell yourself kind of identify what it is that you who you want to be right Mm -hmm. as that part of your life as a salesman um and then quickly going to probably what was the lowest uh, feeling that I take away from from working at this company was um, not being able to just manage my time. You were you were guided by their clock, right? Exactly. You clocked in when you when they told you to clock in. You did what they were telling you to do. You clocked out when they were telling you to clock out. Not very much freedom. And where it, where it hit like the just like the decision making point was. The weekends, man. Like I, I was, I would go on the weekends. Well, come yeah. on, you're young, fresh out of college, dude. Like it's, you still had an agenda on the weekends. You want to have exactly. some fun? Exactly. So I felt like I was missing out while I was working. Yeah. And when you feel like you're missing out more than what actually you're earning, mm-hmm. then it's like mm, that. That kind of troubles you, right? It, it, it does not. It does not go well. Yeah. It, it makes you, you think. It, it gave you a reason to start looking into something else. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's how my 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 mindset started switching to I want to be my own boss I want to control my own time because I do have a lot of plans in my agenda that I still want to cover fresh out of college. Right? All right. So you went to school and you got you got you're you're in HR, right? So that's that's your emphasis. You know how to run back end. Human resources is one of those weird things where you do the hiring, you do the firing, you have the compliance, you have all these different things. Um, that's part of a business, right? You went from doing car sales to Mighty Maids. Like, why that transition? You know, most people, how did you choose to go into that? I chose, I think I, uh, really the way I chose it because I already had uh, familiar, like I was familiar with, with, the, with the business. I knew what house cleaning was. I know how to work it. And how that happened is was growing up ever since probably elementary, what I can remember was uh, my mother cleaning houses. She would always go clean houses. She had 
uh, friends. We had family members who would help out. And this is what she's done since I was a little kid. And so I started thinking, like, what could I do that I could become a business owner? And I was thinking all these crazy ideas of what businesses I want to I want to start or mm -hmm. I want to, I feel like owning, right? And so when it came about just like a, a conversation, like a new conversation, this is what I want to do. And she just started giving some ideas. And then I started putting one and one together. And and so I realized, hey, that was the moment where Craigslist was like hot, maybe like yeah. what, like three years ago, right? And so I said, what if I start making my own ads? She had, let's say, people that would help her, but she also had people who would kind of just wait until she would call f for her for their help right yeah sometimes they were Some just loyal customers already that she had they no the the workers the employees that she had the people that would help her there were basically some days where they or weeks where they couldn't work so many uh, days she would fill in she would fill in yeah okay, okay so i started doing these ads for house cleaning knowing that i had two or three people that would know the job that have experience and that would be able to take it on I would, and that's how it started. I started getting calls. So wait a minute. So wait a minute. So this is this is because this is crucial right here. Yeah. Uh, are you doing the cleaning? No. Okay. So that this is a big a big difference here because you know mm. I, I've talked to a lot of pe different people who who are getting ready to start a business. Yeah. And this is a conversation I've had with James uh, that when when one of the opportunities that the podcast has opened up for us mm -hmm. is that we've gotten a lot of exposure and, and people come to us with ideas. They've always done that before in the past. Friends, family have done that to me. Now I have other people that are coming to me with, you know what? I got this idea. I think we should do this X Y Z blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. And I have to sit down and tell them kind of all the same thing i'm like look i'm not interested in starting something that's self-employed i <clears throat> if it's something it's, if it's something i want to do it's something it's because i want to build a business right and there's a big dynamic a big difference there um and and what you just said right now the, the fact that you're 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 not doing the cleaning you found a a way to generate business and have other people who are already experienced to do that work exactly I've that's huge i've never cleaned one house of all my clients that i had that's huge. I always had the help. Um, that went hand in hand with HR, right? Mm -hmm. Something that you learn in, in, in these <clears throat> classes. And that kind of also helped for me to find um, quality employees who would want to take on this fresh opportunity of a, of a business just starting. Um, and and that's how and that's how it started just little by little it started with craigslist and then i said how could i take on more business so i started doing my own homework and i started researching um these other platforms for example like yelp like google ads like mm -hmm. facebook like youtube like instagram and so that's how it started growing and putting those advertising dollars to work and and looking back with two years now it's it's been two years that i started the mighty mates um it's grown it's it's grown really big we have like a little family now we have uh we have a little family maybe like nine to eleven employees uh at the moment uh we have different teams and almost every day everybody's out working so that's that's what it's turned out too that's awesome because you know um I don't know if you know this. Back in back, in, I've, I've started and, and closed a lot of different businesses. One of them was a cleaning company, and and you know it was RNA Cleaning literally because it was it was my in laws mm -hmm. Richard and Anna. So it was RNA Cleaning. They just would do that on the side, and I kind of did it the same way you did. I, I was like, okay, look, I got a job that needs to be filled. I was working at H and R Block. We needed offices cleaned. I knew what the budget was. Mm -hmm. I couldn't get a company to come and do it at that rate. So I was like, fine, I'll create a company. And that's how that's how mine started. So I've had kind of this experience. 
when I tried to scale, when I tried to grow it a little more, and I and I did kind of the same thing. I was like, well, I got a cousin over here that needs a job. I got this person who needs a job. For me, the biggest issue and one of the the greatest lessons I learned in that business was how to manage these people, how to take on uh, new employees and create systems in place to be able to run it. Now, I did not want that business at all from the very beginning. I went into it without without any passion. Whoops. Without any passion, without any dedication to grow this particular thing. I just did it because I, I was helping somebody else do it. You know what I mean? So help me a little bit on on how do you manage these employees? Like what, what kinds of guarantees do you make them for hours? Like what, what kind of stuff did you burden yourself on your shoulders to help, you know, ensure that they have work every day? Or have you done that? Yeah, of course. Uh, what kind of what kind of things that I, what I would do that I would ensure? Yeah, like like you're going to bring on a new person to work at mm-hmm. your company, right? Mm-hmm. Like when are you saying, okay, now is the time to bring somebody else on? Um, you know, or, or, or do I just continue to fill this person's schedule? Um, what happened? You know, in, in other words, one of the biggest issues I've had is um, we, re- we went into starting to clean vacation rentals in Mission Beach. Mm-hmm. And those were, you know, those were, we had a couple contracts there and it was really cool. But they would, they would, you know, there would be emergencies during the week where you'd get a phone call and like, hey, we, we need more towels or we need more this or whatever it is. Right. Like, I didn't want to be the one handling that stuff. And at the time it ended up, that's kind of one of those burdens that like, well, this guy's not available. This one's already working. This one's over here. Like, here I go. Yeah. Going to handle that stuff. So, you know, how are you how are you avoiding some of these obstacles or how are you, you uh, working through that? I've been able to kind of read the moments when that needs to happen. When obviously you have everybody working and there's people calling you that very same day or very few days with anticipation. People who have their houses clean tend to call maybe one day to five that's like the that's like the time frame they call before they actually need the cleaning. Mm-hmm. So when that starts happening and we have, hey, it, well, it looks like we already have our schedule booked for the following two or three days, and people call it and that's lost business or it would be right. Yeah. Um, and that's when I get the indication to you know what it's up that it's let's get it up running again and let's let's get uh, the job post out there you know and let's start doing some interviews. That's that's the way that so far we've been we've been able to scale as we grow um throughout the year so you you actively are are always looking for new people then essentially because you're yes from what you've what you've described it's like you know my job right now or your job right now is to generate more business that's your primary most important part of your business Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. that's correct and for example one way that i like to think about it and how i go about how about scaling uh and growing right is at first, I focused on putting a good, um, a good image out there in every platform that I advertise, such as Google. If you go to Google, you'll see that we have um, a lot of great reviews and probably, uh, probably one of the cleaning businesses that has most reviews, at least in the South Bay, Chula Vista area, uh, rating, rating-wise, right? Um, Yelp, I started just focus. As we began, I want to make like a strong base of what people thought and read and the image that we're trying to portray in every single platform. So, <laughs> that's all right. It happens. So, so when 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 that happens is you know what it looks like we are already getting more houses versus the people that we have are currently available, and so um, we put in more money into the marketing dollars. Like if 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 you know that something is already working for us, at least it would be on Yelp, on Google, on Instagram. Then we would just add into that budget 
and already plan ahead that when that happens, we will have the calls and we also have the people ready to start getting these jobs to take care of. Tell me a little bit about your social media stuff, because to me right now, that's that's one of those things that's super important. Right. And there's a big difference between a branded and a building a brand and doing marketing. Right. Like what you're describing right now was part of your brand building. You're putting that image up front. Right, it's what people are gonna see on a regular basis. It's how they review you, but but then you kind of subtly talked a little bit about where you're putting your marketing dollars at, right? Mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit about the difference between those two in your business. What you know, you already described the brand. How, what kind of stuff are you doing as far as marketing dollars are concerned? Where is that going to? Mm-hmm. Well, as the marketing dollars are basically going into content that I already believe is proven to work. For example, we currently update always what our images, our videos, and and Google, and Facebook, and Instagram, and and all of these areas, right? Um, basically, I, I believe that that would go hand in hand as to the dollars being the dollars being put in. Um, so, so the dollars in the sense of like. Um, you're, you're, you're doing like like a Facebook advertisements or you're doing like Google ads, like pay-per-clicks or, or is it just like where you pay somebody to come and help you develop yes. new content? Yes. Yeah. We, no, basically somebody that helps us with the, with the ads. I, I develop all the content myself. Okay. It's something that I currently uh, am able to do. It's currently something that I enjoy to do while this is growing and being established. Like the filming and everything? Yeah. Dude, that stuff, that, I just put out a video today and it was, uh, we went on vacation. So the wife and I went to Vegas and the kids stayed home and I left them with a GoPro and I was like, hey, be sneaky, whatever you're going to do, just videotape yourself. It's my way of babysitting them while they're not watching, right? And <laughs> and at the same time, we were you know videotaping ourselves and I created this master video. And it's like, it's like nine minutes long, 10 minutes long. It takes me a good like you know three four hours to do you know to to sit down and look at all the clips and decide what's good with you know which ones are gonna make the cut and then put them in the situation add you know all this different stuff it takes a while right you know I mean um, so so you, that's probably your favorite part right now in in your business is doing that part it's one of it I, I actually I enjoy a lot of a, a lot of the things that that I currently have to do is is like you wear different hats right as yeah. currently as, as the head of, of, of the business um that is something that i enjoy yeah like focusing and just delivering some time and and putting part time into what i want to do for this particular week how, how do you go about like thinking about it because i'm very i'm very like i have a i have you know i use visionary media and they come help me do a lot of our actual branded content so the stuff you see on our instagram and you know the the heading the borders all that stuff right. i hire a team to help me do that to, so it looks really professional because right. i can do some stuff but it's not going to look like that you mm-hmm. know what i mean mm-hmm. so like how do you sit down and decide this is what i want my video to do do you do it ahead of time do you plan something ahead of time like you know what this is the campaign i'm going to do this is how i'm going to plan it out and i sketch out maybe i storybook it i don't know because for me I like film everything and then I kind of lay it out there and I let see what happens in the creative as I'm building it. So it. How, how do you how do you decide what content you're going to post out there? You know, I'm currently always searching. I'm currently always learning from 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 different areas, right? From different companies that are currently doing it, different uh, people who who focus on social media, um, and maybe even different people who have different careers, but they also portray very well. Mm-hmm. That's how I continue to learn. I don't have like an agenda that that says. Uh, the third week of this month, this is what we're going to show in the business. But it's really 
more as it goes. Today, for example, uh, I would decide to go, I'm going to go with the team because I want to do some quality inspections throughout the day. It's a busy day, right? Mm -hmm. So I want to have that interaction with the client. And so I just build a story throughout the day. It's just let people know how, what it is, what goes behind the house when they're currently not there. Um, and this is like done on like an Instagram story or are you doing yeah, it like Instagram, Instagram, okay, cool, cool. Instagram. Most everything is on Instagram and then that's, I distribute that to the different platforms. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right. So yeah, you're yeah. using the story mode to create a story literally. Yeah, exactly. Export that story and then repurpose it. Yeah. And then for the post, I do a little bit different stuff. I always know that you have to be a little uh, humorous. You want to add some, did you know? You want to add some uh, how-to also, right? People want to know. They just don't want to see a company cleaning, but they want to get the different aspects of what it is yeah. behind it. <clears throat> what, do you, what do you think when people say, well, if I show them how to clean it, they're just going to do it themselves? They don't. They, they, that's a way to look at it, but they're going to look at that and they're going to see, oh, it looks easy and looks cool, but... But like I don't work. want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and I mean, ladies and gentlemen, for the, the same reason why I hire out a company to do things to so that they look well, right? So that if you look at my Instagram, it looks good. It looks professional. Mm-hmm. I hire a team to do that because I want that professional look. Same thing with you, right? You can hire. You can go ahead and try to clean your stuff yourself. And you're going to do a good job, I'm sure. But that's time out of your day, right? Mm-hmm. When you can focus your attention on doing something else. And you have a professional level uh, team that's going to come and actually do it. You know, they're going to show you, first of all, online, this is how you do it. This is how we do it. And then they're going to come actually do it for you and save you that time. Exactly. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm one of the one of the exercises that I've been doing. Well, that I started doing this morning yeah. <clears throat> and trying to develop a why. Uh, I'm trying to really focus in on why is it that I get up every morning. I do a lot of things, right? Yeah. Like I get up early. I go to gym. I, I get things going on a regular basis. But trying to really fine tune my why is it that I get up in the morning? I do it. I, hey, I'm I, just. I'm just curious. Yeah. What is inspiring you to ask that question? <laughs> to ask the why question? Yeah. What to to figure out your why? What, dude, you know what I? You know why I want to figure out my why? Because today I was in a weird mood. I was doing things that I normally do. I get up and I do them, but I didn't really feel like doing them. Right. I was just doing them. Okay. And so I was trying to figure out well. You know why is it that I why is it that I, I get up every day why is it that I continue to go why is it that you built your business why is it that you do the quality control why is it that you that that you why is it that people want to follow you and do what you're doing like there's there's a reason for that right and if I can simply you know narrow it down and I think my the biggest reason is when people ask me what do I do I can't answer that question clearly. I have so many different things that I'm good at. How do I answer that question clearly? So that's what's been going in my head the last couple of days. So that's why I was kind of asking you is the, you know, why? Why are you why are you getting up and doing it? Why are you choosing to create this particular video? Why it, why is a big thing? Right. So I mean, I don't know. Let me let me start with the simple one. Do you do you even know why you get up in the morning? What what drives you? Of course. Yeah? Yeah. Share it with me. Um how I came about this again, just going back to the base of why a cleaning business, right? Um, it's really because to me, uh, I love the potential to have that time for yourself. Um, why? I think my why and why I wake up every morning and continue to always look for a better mighty mates, right? Why we continue to look for better ways for our employees to feel while we're currently working and better way to give customer service really to to all the people that we help is to be successful at what we do so that I could also do 
what I like as my passion. For example, I like to travel a lot. I like to travel as often as possible. Um, and being able to manage the Mighty Maids and something that you could work from your phone or just for anywhere there's internet, you take your laptop, travel with your laptop. Um, that has been to me so far the most pleasurable experience, being able to work from Cabo's, being able to work from, I don't know, Seattle, anywhere, anywhere, anywhere yeah. really. Um, and that I've been able to do while I travel. I, we don't stop working just because I'm not here. And that to me was why I wanted to be my own boss and create the Mighty Mates at first. To, at my first year, the first year that we started, it was more like a trial. I'm, I just said, I'm going to put my head down, drill it down and do this for one year. And then just talk to myself at the end of the year and and kind of just decide. Did you quit? Did you quit and go full on? Like, I'm going to do a Mighty Maids, that's it? No, it started scaling. It got to the point where I was uh, working at the offices of Travcar while at the same time taking calls, you know, mm-hmm. taking calls from, hey, can I get an estimate? I would quickly run to the restroom. Um, I would go into the office. I would do some other things that probably were not full on focusing on the job that they were giving me, but it just started growing like that. To yeah. the point where I just couldn't, I, I couldn't, couldn't do both. I couldn't do both. So I said, you know what? Where do you have some steady clients? Where do you have some steady days for work? So I'm just gonna, so I'm just gonna do the the switch. So your why is you want to travel? Your yes. why is my my why is just is, is really just have the time to do whatever makes me feel happy. You know, whatever drives me. I like to I like to play soccer. I like to be always uh, doing some athletic um, events. If it's a tournament, if it's any gathering that becomes like that, um, I love. I you lo- want to be able to go. Exactly. You want to be able to go. Exactly. That's <clears throat> see, and, and I like those things too. I, I honestly do, but I don't know. Like I, 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 I was sitting down. I was journaling. I got my my journal over there. Oh, that's all right. James has this on this camera right here, so I'm pretty sure, anyways, because he yep. has blue monitors. I didn't even tell you that at the beginning, so I know that our camera's right there. So no big deal. <clears throat> oh, look at that, everybody. You are blowing up today. You are popular. Yeah. See, there's your why, to answer the phone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I was I was journaling my stuff, and I was, I was listening to different uh, audios today, and I was trying to figure out, you know, how do I simplify what it is I want to do? You know, what, what is the thing that, that I uh, want to put out into the world? When somebody asks me, what do I do, how do I describe that feeling? And it was a bunch of different, different things, and... and it, but for some reason, it always comes. It, it does come down to me. There is a money metric there, but not in the sense of I want to make a lot of money just to you know. I, I it, yesterday I, I uh, yesterday I didn't have a podcast scheduled, and so we went to SeaWorld. And on my way to SeaWorld, I saw this white Lamborghini cruising up, and I was and my wife's like, "Ooh, is that a Lamborghini?" I was like, "Yeah, it is." And I look in the driver's seat, and it's Billy Jean. Right, and I was like, "Oh, that's Billie Jean, right?" And and I and I know who Billie Jean is. She has no clue who Billie Jean is, right? Yeah. But if you're in marketing, you know who Billie Jean is. Yeah. <clears throat> Rolling up in this white Lamborghini, you know. And and I was thinking to myself, even if if I had the money, I don't think I would. I'm not the Lamborghini type. I'm not the type that's gonna get chains and wristwatches and uh, buy Tom Ford suits or Gucci, you know, shoes or whatever. That's not me, right? And and I don't know if if having that kind of money would absolutely change that i like i like having having the money because it's a metric for me it's like look at my trophy look what i have achieved but it's not because i want to spend it 
I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, of course. It, to me, that that's the only real reason. And and I started trying to dig deeper in that. And I was like, okay, well, why? Again, with the why, right? Why do I just want to have that bank account get bigger and bigger? If I'm not going to spend it, if I'm not going to go out and do fun, fun things, if I'm not going to drive a white Lamborghini on the freeway to Mission Beach, why? You ever you ever think of that? Like yeah, like and, and now I'm, I'm like I'm wondering maybe maybe that's also something that you look up to other people, right? I'm sure that whatever you're deciding to become, it's a combination of a lot of people who you follow, who mm-hmm. you admire, who you look up to. Uh, maybe they have something that you wish you have, or maybe you have but you want to get it to the point that they have. I think that's that's uh, what it comes down to after like the why is like hmm. I'm down to a lot of uh, little factors like that, I think. Yeah, well, lately I've been trying to really like just continue to dig deep, right? Continue yeah. to dig deep and and ask myself that question just to ask a little more. Mm-hmm. Why, why, why? Like I, I know I'm, I'm starting to get to a different level. Like I, <laughs> like I look up to people who have that kind of money, right? Right. But do I look up to them for their money? I don't think so. I look up to them for their influence, for their education, for their knowledge, Right. And I think that's more along the lines of what I want to be able to do. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to be influential. I want to be able to educate. I want to be able to help people achieve. My favorite thing to do is to make a light bulb go off. Right. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm sitting down with you and we're sitting down and we're talking about your business and whatever it is, and I give you an idea and you're like, oh, that's a that's a great idea. I can do that. Boom. That's like that's the happiest point of my day. Okay. I do that with students every day. Like I'm like, let me show you this cool thing. And then I look down in the class and I'm, I'm talking about different things and I see their light bulbs go off. It's the favorite thing. And it has nothing to do with the amount of money I have. It has to do with the credibility that comes with it. It makes sense. It makes sense. Like if I look at somebody like Billy Jean, it's not so much that he has the money. It's that he's done something that I would look up to and want to learn from. You know what I mean? You're a boss. You're 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 you own the business. That gives you the credibility. You bring the work in. So your employees not only look to you as a boss, hopefully in your company, they're looking to you as a leader. Somebody right. they want to aspire to be. Like wouldn't it be awesome? I mean kind of in a way, I guess. If you inspired one of your employees to help build a massive team for him and then they have the freedom that you have through a system that you created, so it's mutually beneficial. Yeah. Right. I mean, how awesome would you feel partying with this guy that used to work for you and now he's at the same level you are? That would be great because, as you know, like, for example, doing your hustling or doing your special thing that you like, you're always working towards it. But sometimes when entrepreneurship might feel a little bit lonely at times because you may be or you feel like you are the only one with that current situation going on. So when you start building friends like this and you start building relationships like this with other business owners that do this very same thing that you do similar um then it becomes more enjoyable really mm-hmm. for example i like to uh book uh, monthly appointments with three different cleaning business owners that i know to our to our house and one residential one house and one carpet and then we just meet up together uh once a month and we just just talk about just what's talk about business exactly yeah in a, in a friendly way yeah right because yeah. you're all in the same business and believe me like i mean you can see like from my window there are how many houses out there each one of those is a potential business possibility mm-hmm. so there's more than enough for everybody mm-hmm. and it's just a matter of how do you help each other grow exactly right exactly. I, I don't know man that's that's been my biggest thing go for it that's something that i saw as well i look out the window and i see all these houses all these houses need cleaning from time to time and i bet you that 
The majority of people don't have time or don't want to do it naturally. So that's also another why it's like a business that it's it's it, it has been around, but I feel like it's it, it's the moment where it's changing. It's becoming more modern, right? Mm -hmm. It's becoming more professional, more official, the maid service. Um, when I see that, I see the potential of again San Diego is growing, right? Quickly growing. There's going to be a lot of people moving in. A lot of houses they need cleaning and as time goes we feel like we have less time on our hands to do the things that we have to take care of at, at the house right so there will be those calls there will be those calls and and um that's a potential that i that i saw also something that i realized right away why say the maid service are becoming more modern is because well at least i feel this way um not so long ago all these maid services they were run by mom and pops right mm -hmm. people who are currently probably a different um, older age group now that did not grow up with the tools that we currently have and right. that we're quickly learning to use so that puts you in another level um one of the things that i realized right away is when i started to think should i make it should i try it should i start it is calling all these different house cleaning businesses in san diego make a list of 30 call them all how do they answer the phone? How do they behave? How do they do quotations? And the thing that stood out to me the most was that the customer service, along with the reception type of conversation, mm -hmm. and the maybe the there was a, even a, a language barrier that I saw a lot. And I know how nowadays that could kind of affect, right? The way that if they decide if they want to go with you or not. So I started thinking, how do we modernize the customer service? the conversations that we're currently having with the people how do we make them feel more safe and make them like they already know us before we actually get to the house is not just like oh hey i hired you guys how are you guys right that totally makes sense dude because uh you're right the language barrier could be a big uh a big barrier between you know getting the business and closing the business and i'm sure that there's a lot of people who do a very good job and just have that language barrier that stops them from taking their business to another level oh, yeah. or getting more business that's that's probably a reason why you meet with them right and you're like hey I, do you want more work <laughs> it's probably your sales pitch right and they're gonna say yeah and you're like cool let me put you on call and i'm gonna generate more work and when i have more work i'm gonna just call you up also really quickly that's a really smart idea uh, of getting that list together of, I guess, competitors, calling them and seeing how they operate. Uh, I had the same recommendation. I'm working on our website for our, our insurance company, mm -hmm. and I had the same, basically, recommendation of take a look at three competitors, three people that you, that you see as competitors, and see the content that's on their website and, you know, how you might want to use it for, for your own website and not just the content, but the design and all that. And then take three companies that you would aspire to be like, correct? Three companies that you want to be like, and take a look at their content and, you know, see how, how you can manipulate your website or, or fix your website to look the same so you're doing that same type of thing with yeah uh, i was with yeah that's looking really smart. at the websites looking at the way they answer the phone looking at the type of quotations they would give how many people they would send uh the questions they would ask you it's really different i would think they would all ask the very same questions mm -hmm. like they would ask you sometimes people ask you questions that i wouldn't think that they were spot on and some that were just very general like why why do you need to know that but uh, doing that task for anybody who's already in the business or starting one, mm -hmm. it really, it really helps out a lot to to identify how you're gonna make your your point of value. How are you gonna be different? How are you gonna be better? Right? That's a good way to work on your business when you're not working in it. Yeah, that's absolutely true. I mean, 
Dude, I mean, <laughs> there's there's a lot that in our conversation today you kind of helped me realize for myself. <laughs> so yeah. thank you, because yeah. <laughs> you know I was I'm, I'm I'm digging into your questions, but also at the same time kind of asking myself the same type of thing. You know what I mean? Like um, we we ta- we talk about our insurance company all the time, mm-hmm. right? And he's actively working in the business, mm-hmm. and then my partner, another partner, and I are active actively working on the business, right? And so we're looking at different ways. Um, and and I've never thought to pick up the phone to to call the competitors and with that that intention, with that purpose. Um, and and you know, I talk to real estate agents all the time, and you should probably call a couple of real estate agents and ask the same questions and, you know, talk to different brokers because, you know, as a real estate agent, when you go to interview with a broker, it's kind of funny because you interview with the broker and I always feel it's weird because it's like, are they hiring you or are you hiring them? Like, you know what I mean? Like there's a mutual hire there. And I feel, I feel that uh, at least from the conversation that we've had, when you're talking to people who are potentially going to be part of your team, it's a mutual interview. You're sitting there talking to them, and you're gonna, you're basically thinking, "Are we a good fit? Like, do I like you? Do I think that I trust you? Like, you're gonna be part of my team." And hopefully, it's it's the other way around too. Do you trust me? Like, you know, is this a good fit? Are we gonna work together? And if it is, then we can move forward. If it's not, well, you know what? I mean, good luck, and mm-hmm. you know, I wish you the best. Mm-hmm. That's right. right. Yeah. For example, in that, you uh, think of the attitude, right? Think mm-hmm. higher the attitude, not the really just the. Um, the work that they're showing you that they've done, but it's really more about the energy that you feel in, in that process, right? Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, dude. I mean, thanks, first of all, for coming on the show and for, for helping me dig a little deeper into my why. Appreciate it. Uh, take a look at your camera right here. James is going to set you up and uh, let them know how do they get a hold of you, whether they have a cleaning company, they want to work with you, or you know they're a customer, they want to work with you, or there's a bunch of realtors and, and realtor friends that watch our show. Yeah. Like, How do they get a hold of you? Got it. So if you're currently watching this and you have or currently thinking of hiring a maid service, you need your house clean, you're just too busy with the housework. If you currently own a, a service business, if it's made, if it's carpet, and you would like to meet and kind of just share ideas, brainstorm, work together, whatever it is that is related to house cleaning, how to start a house cleaning business, anything. You guys could reach me at our personal phone number. I'll be answering the phone personally. It's 619-513-0154. You may also find us at our website, which is www.themightymatesandiego.com and or follow us on Instagram at the handle themightymates. Perfect. All right, dude. Last little uh, two sections. One, I'm going to ask you, who do you think would be a good guest to have on the podcast? So while you think of that one, um, we'll do the ask the bros question. So you can ask either one of us a personal question, business question, whatever you like, and uh, we'll do our best to answer it. Sure thing. I think I have uh, two. Uh, Go for it. Right off the bat. I think two. One of them is my fellow friend, uh, which he focuses on the commercial part of house cleaning. His name is Francisco, and he currently owns and manages WEPA House Cleaning. WEPA. W E P A House Cleaning. Or cool. the cleaning, because he does commercial, not house. We'll yeah. try to uh, tag him, and if not, make sure you tag him on the Facebook. Yes. And we'll get him, we'll, we'll reach out to him, see if they're interested to be on the show. Yes, sir. All right, ask the bros. What question do you got for us? A question that, just, um, that I thought about right here when we were just talking about the why is do you guys believe? that your why why you starting a new business venture changes constantly constantly as you go 
Ooh, that's a good question. Do you believe the why changes as you move along, Ham? Yes. You, you think yes? I think yes. I think uh, as human beings, we live, we grow, and our why changes. You know, 10 years ago, uh, your why would not have been Mila, Brianne, Sias, and, you know, Liam Alexander. Okay. Wouldn't have been. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? But now, that's part of your why. That's definitely part of your reasoning. So, yeah, absolutely. I think our why does uh, grow with us. That's yeah. a great answer. Yeah. I'm, you know what? I, I agree with you. I think, I, well, I, I agree and disagree. And, and here's one of those funky things for me is I always have one of those arguments where can it be both? Right? Like, I think you've always been driven to have this one inner thing inside you. Mm-hmm. Right? There's there's something inside you that drives you to do whatever it is that you're going to do. It's It's because that's who you were born to be. And I don't think that actually changes. I think I think that is always going to be in you. I've had my pride. I've had my ambition. I've had my drive before kids. I don't have it after kids. Family, it didn't <laughs> matter, right? So I think that inner core why, I don't think that changes. I think there are external factors that will change. So your business why might change because you're you went from you know a startup where you were just getting started to you know 50 employees 100 employees whatever it's going to be and so your why is going to change um your core values might adjust as your business model adjusts but i think we as individuals i think our why i think it's something inside us and i think that's why it's so difficult to identify is because there are a lot of things that make us us right but there's that one thing, there's a couple different qualities, a couple different attributes in each one of the things that we enjoy doing that if you kind of just dig a little deeper and identify what those things are, I think you can really focus in on you know, what it is you love to do and then you can focus on doing that on a regular basis within whatever the compounds of your business are, whatever, the, whatever passion drives you. But I think there's something inside you that's going to take you to another level. Something. If I could just figure out my something, like I'm, I have a, you know, it's it's not that big. I've narrowed it down, but if I can laser point it, I mean, how how much more can you reach if you're laser focused? You know what I mean? Like it's burn through walls. (laughs) At least Iron Man style. Yeah. (laughs) Or Cyclops. Or Cyclops style, right? Depends on which superhero we're going with. Cool. All right, dude. Well. Hey, again, thanks a lot for being on the show. Thank you guys. Really for appreciate me. you coming down. Again, thanks for the shoes. Ladies and gentlemen, 365 pairs of shoes. So if you got a new pair, used pair, you want to donate cash, James 619-884-0045 or James at csfirst.com. And if you have any insurance needs, whether you're starting a business, whether you have personal life, health, whatever it is, or you want to add insurance into your line of business, hit up James 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com. If you want to be on the show, make sure you follow us on all our social media feeds at Business Bros Pod. That's all we got for you guys today. Peace. Bye-bye. And I'm out. See you guys later. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email businessbros at csfirst.com right now or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show.